0: Hi there, everyone. This is James Eek, and you are listening to Warrior's Way podcast episode 102, which is a special season two bonus episode because I know that you need your fix of awesome things to think about. If you are listening to this when it comes out, we are still in the grips of dealing with this surreal, insane reality we are all living in with the COVID-19 pandemic. I don't know where you're listening to this from. I know that some countries are worse hit than others. But what I can tell you is that here in British Columbia, Canada, we have managed to keep our curve pretty flattened. This we've done by some simple things. Keeping ourselves social distanced, washing our hands, wearing a mask, and being kind and being smart. There will be plenty of time for us to get back to our things that we loved doing before where we had physical contact with others, But, listen up Warriors Way podcast people, now is not yet the time for that. It doesn't matter if you've been tested, or you are wearing a mask when you do it, or if you live in la-la land where somehow nothing's ever going to touch you. Our actions during this pandemic are either selfish, or they're for the greater good. Personally, I would love to get back to rolling and training my martial arts with a partner and all of the rest of the things that I used to do. But we all need to ask ourselves if what we are doing is the best thing for the greater good right now. Or are our actions based on selfishness, greed, or just plain stupidity? (laughs) And let's face it, we're human. We are prone to stupidity. But at a time like this, stupidity and greed can kill you, and they can kill others. So I'm hoping, if you're listening to this, that you're going to keep training, but to do so with some thoughtfulness, some adaptation, and in keeping with what true experts are telling us we should do. Heck, don't even listen to me. Forget everything I just said. Do a little bit of research yourself and find out from real sources, not made-up BS, what is best not only for you, but for everyone else. Not your opinions, not some nut jobs' opinions, true experts. Find out what they're saying. You don't have to believe what I'm telling you. And what you're going to find is they're going to tell you the same thing. Stay away from others. Be safe. No physical contact. Wear a mask. Keep yourself safe. And that is the only way we're going to get through this. A vaccine right now is just a pie-in-the-sky dream. Yeah, they're working on it, but it's not here, and who knows when it will. So, be smart and be safe. The next thing is that in the coming months, you are hopefully going to see the online training program I'm currently working on coming to life. I've been working my tail off on this thing, producing pre recorded classes and supplemental videos and articles. So it's basically going to be a way for you, wherever you may be around the world, to get a chance to train with me through the magic of the interwebs. There will be, like I said, online classes, supplemental videos, articles, and a whole lot more. And I'm Honestly, I'm really excited to not just be putting it out there and putting it together, but to have people check it out and love it. And hopefully you check it out and we can train together in this cool new way. In the meantime, if you haven't yet, head over to Patreon.com and check out the Warriors Way podcast there. I've got a bunch of videos you can check out. And if you can, you can help support what I'm doing here through Patreon.com by subscribing. And if you do, you're going to get a gold star in my book for that. So moving on, I got an email just recently from Jordan, a longtime student of mine and an awesome guy. Super smart dude. And he moved to Montreal just before the pandemic took hold. And he asked if I could talk about the idea of the role of imagination in the martial arts. What he said is there is the obvious imagination involved in working with a chong or a training dummy, but we also are simulating a real-life encounter when we spar a role with partners. As you have mentioned, even our most live training is still an abstraction of a situation that we may never actually find ourselves in. What makes martial arts training most effective is when people are able to vividly apply their imagination to extrapolating situations positions intentions and so on taking this further this is what turns kata or banga or juru into something meaningful and what allows for improvisation those who can leverage imagination most effectively may well be the most capable of using their art creative creatively and effectively while deviating from structured forms I've read some discouraging things online from people upset about what they see as rote practice, as if it is the instructor's responsibility to make their art alive for them. Instead, I think that the training of the martial arts is a process of creative elaboration first and foremost. It is a matter of making it your own and meaningful as much as it is creating a mental simulation for potential real-life encounters. Jordan really hit on something there. First, we have to all push past this idea that our teacher or our teachers are somehow responsible for our growth and our training. Any good teacher is actually nothing more or less than someone pointing a direction, maybe giving some ideas of how we can get there. But the getting there, the work, the process, and every other aspect, they're ours. We have to own that. No instructor is responsible for you or your training. And no instructor should ever be held up as if they are something more than they are. Just a person pointing a direction. I can tell you, I've been doing this for 40 years, (laughs) and I'm just a person. Unfortunately, too often this doesn't happen. And you end up with a group that are more resembling a cult than anything else, which I really should do a podcast about now that I'm thinking about it. Or one where all the blame of the universe is heaped on the soldier, or shoulders I mean, of some instructor who is really no different than any of us prone to screw-ups, human with all that that matters, and all that that means. Just a human. As with most things in life, though, it is far easier to be a crappy person blaming others for our own poor choices, our own poor way of living, and our own poor attitudes. Training, though, And by this I mean anything and everything that is training. That is up to us. Our teacher just points the direction. Always respect and admire your teacher. Always be there to help them out. But you help them out and you're there for them because you realize that they're just a failed human (laughs) just like the rest of us. My longtime teacher, Gurudana Nosano, wrote this in his book, Absorb What is Useful. If you you can find the book, by the way, you've got to get it. And he wrote, Learning or absorbing knowledge in the martial arts is not contained within the four walls of a dojo, a dojang, a studio, or an academy. Learning and absorbing usable knowledge is not located within the structure ...of your style or system, whether it is Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Thai, Indonesian, Okinawan, Burmese, Filipino, French, or whatever. Learning comes from all your contacts, experiences, and all facets of your life. The assimilation of learning is called knowledge, and the proper use of knowledge is called wisdom. Knowledge in the martial arts can come from fields outside the martial arts... Knowledge can come from your peers, your elders, your juniors, your teachers, your students, and even from your mistakes. Sometimes in a light conversation outside of a classroom, you can become aware of a concept that a two-hour classroom lecture didn't reveal to you. Your friends in different martial arts, such as Aikido, Jiu-Jitsu, Bando, Silat, Savat, Street Fighting, Boxing, Wrestling can help your growth if you empty your cup and taste their tea rather than trying to convince them that your tea is better than theirs. Sip each other's tea and let it permeate your mind, body, and soul. Both your cups will be richer from the experience. In the early 50s and 60s, most martial artists were prejudiced against other methods or were too proud to learn another style. It's a pity because I feel you can learn from every contact you make. I believe you owe your allegiance to truth, knowledge, and personal growth. Some people give their allegiance to their style or to their instructor. And I feel that this is a noble gesture as long as it doesn't restrict your quest for total knowledge. I believe you owe your allegiance to personal growth rather than to a particular style, system, or person. I personally encourage my students to study and look into other systems and other instructors as long as they are respectful to all parties concerned. No art, person, culture, or thing is intrinsically better than another. A Porsche 911, whale, tail, and all, is no better than a hollowed out canoe in the jungles of the Amazon. I try to bring instructors from many different styles into my classes as guest instructors to help my students grow. No system has it all. Each system has something to offer, and together they they yield a better, more well-rounded martial artist. I think it's important for an instructor to remain a student at heart always, to constantly seek better ways of training and execution. It's important to be creative and to experiment and to seek help in areas where you lack expertise. Even a teacher with a doctor's degree in U.S. history needs help when he needs information about Southeast Asia. I consider myself very fortunate to have so many wonderful guides to help me grow in this life. My father, my mother, my martial arts instructors, my school teachers, and my many friends have all helped in my growth and self improvement and development. The goal of the martial arts is not for the destruction of an opponent, but to be used as a tool for self growth and self perfection. The practice of a martial art should be a practice of love the love for the preservation of life, the love for the preservation of your body. The love for the preservation of your family and friends. That's awesome. I think Guridan is right on, well, all of this. Well, of course he is. Let's be serious. He's Dan Osanto and he's pretty much had influence, not just how we train, whether you know it or not, but likely how your instructor and his instructor likely trained. If your allegiance is actually to your own personal growth and your purpose is to gain knowledge and then learn to apply that so it becomes understanding and wisdom, well, guess what? You have a lot of work to do. None of that is on anyone except you. Just as you need to feed the body to get the fuel to power this machine, so too do you need to feed your creativity and learn to fuel your imagination so that you can better understand your place in this world and what it all means. When it comes to martial arts, too often I hear as an instructor, how do I do this or how does that work, which is fine. Questions are great. But in reality, what each of us needs to do is try to research our own experiences and come up with what any aspect of our training is and what we can do with it and what it all means. Making our own personal art alive, well, that's our own responsibility. What it grows into, yep, that's yours too. Where you go with it, whether it is for your own selfish means or for helping to serve the greater good, well, that's going to be up to you too. The path you choose will be one that either uses imagination and creativity or the more simple self-absorbed path. Take this pandemic, for instance. All around the world right now, and even in my own town, there are people who are choosing the quick and easy path. The ones that use zero imagination and zero creativity and they're running classes or taking part in classes that aren't socially responsible in the midst of a pandemic. They are just back to kickboxing, back to rolling, back to gathering in groups with no use of masks, social distancing, or their own good brains. Meanwhile, There are others who are back to teaching, but are doing it in new ways. They're coming up with awesome new ideas, modalities of training, adapting, changing, and overcoming their old ways of doing things for the betterment of their students, for their community, and for themselves. They're training with masks, they're keeping social distancing, they're figuring out how to train, but in a way that will not only make them better when all of this is gone, but in a way that shows their responsibility to the community at large. That's what martial arts is about. I'll be blunt here. If you cannot create new ways to keep your training up when times are strange you need to ask yourself if you should actually be teaching. If you can't train without rolling around on the ground or having someone hold pads for you, you also need to ask yourself what your training really is. Why you're doing it. Where you are headed. And honestly, just give your head a good shake. Just as Gurudan tells us to learn from all things and all arts and all people, he's also telling us to learn from every situation, pandemics, injuries, age, mistakes, all of it. Maybe you aren't buying it quite yet. That's fine. Just think for a moment about those individuals who have used their imagination and creativity to sort of new levels. Whether it is Gurdan and Osanto, Elon Musk, Tesla, or any number of truly innovative and inspiring people, probably when you dig down into it, the spark of imagination, creativity, and creation itself is what spurned them on to do their magic. Ask yourself when you were training, how you can do this better, how you can do it easier, how you can improve this, whether that evolution is for yourself or for others, then take ownership in the growth of these thoughts. Now, this is going to require courage. It's going to require a lot of hard work. It's going to require a ton of research and more than a few mistakes and lessons along the way. Training is about creatively elaborating on what you have learned and making it so meaningful to you personally that you are in a constant state of imaginative growth and development when something arises, as things do, and you use that sidestep you need to take to create, to evolve, and to change. And as with anything, if we cannot change or fight it, usually what happens is we get bit back again. We'll be forced to change or to fail completely. You know that's true. End of the day, the path you take is yours to decide. I can't tell you. Nobody can tell you. I'll tell you this, though. What I have seen in the 40 years that I've been training is that if you don't take responsibility for your training and all that that means, and if you don't do it with creativity and imagination, you will eventually be one of the many who love to tell people how they used to train in the martial arts. And really, what good is that to anybody? So there you go. Let's go on to the question of the week that comes to us from a listener by the name of Steve. What do you think is the lesson we are all supposed to get from this pandemic? Wow, that is a great question. Um, I think that we are supposed to get from all of this that we need to live lives that are not these small myopic things where we think that what we do doesn't matter, that how we treat each other doesn't matter, how we treat our world doesn't matter. Let's face it, we got this virus because we as human beings on planet Earth think we can do whatever we want to whatever we want. We can treat animals terribly. We can live lives where we believe that we individually are these epic top of the pyramid things. What we found, though, is that we live like that and the world itself will tell us to go away, go to your room, close the door, (laughs) lock yourself down, and sort yourself out. Or... As you can see in places that are acting like nothing is going on and our small lives matter so much, that money and all the rest are the most important things, well, you're going to be dealing with a massive outbreak of the virus. Good luck with that. The problem is that a lot of us have a hard time dealing with our shadow self, the greedy, selfish part. Most of us don't even want to admit that it's there. We want to roll, we want to go to bars, we want to hit the shops and we want to sit on beaches and go to parties and anything and everything else we want to do because it is all about me, 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 I, I, I. Well, you can live that way, but this pandemic is showing you and all of us, what happens when you live like that. When all of this is over and the years go on, and it will, we will all have to come to terms with how we personally dealt with this, what we did or what we didn't do. We all will know the huge toll our individual actions took in this. I personally don't want to add to the death toll. I don't know about you. I don't want to make people sick. This is a life-altering illness. For some people, it is a death sentence. So live in your own little world where it is just you, 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 me, 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 I, I, I. I'm not going to. What about you? What are you going to tell the future you did to help others? What did you do for the greater good? That's a good question. And with that, folks, I think I'm going to leave it there. So, like I mentioned, coming soon, we will have an online training program. I hope you check it out when I have more details. In the meantime, head over to Patreon.com and check out the Warrior's Way podcast there and support us. It will help keep this thing going. If you want to see what I am up to, you can check me out on Instagram. You can find me at Eek Academy. There is no Warrior's Way podcast Instagram at this time. (laughs) But you can find me on Eek Academy. And I use that account for the Warrior's Way podcast and my martial arts school. Uh, you can find the Warrior's Way podcast, though, on Facebook, and you can also find the Eek Academy of Martial Arts on Facebook, too. And if you like the stuff that I talk about and this podcast is all about, I've written a couple of martial arts books. You can find those on Amazon. They're available in paperback or on your Kobo or your Kindle if you are into eBooks. And I think we'll end it there. So until next time, folks, please take care of yourselves and take care of others. And be kind and safe. Train hard. Have fun. But the most important thing, like I say to my kids' classes, is be a good friend and everything that that means. Thanks a lot.